Welcome to the new thing, the Quick Sixers game night featuring your boy Connor Bailey. Uh, if this, oh, this is the first, this is the first one. But if you like this, and uh, go and check out the rest of Quick Sixers stuff. Uh, subscribe to all the things. But uh, we're gonna jump right into this. It's gonna be pretty fun, I think. So me and Connor are gonna run everyone through some things in our gaming life, fucking nerd nerd shit, you know. <laughs> but I think. Uh, I don't know how to really start it out, Connor. How do you, how how would you like? Do you want to talk about like where we first started gaming or how video games came into the world sure. or our lives or whatever? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, you started out. So, what's the question? The question is, when did I start playing video games, or how did I get into that? Yeah, like when did yeah when did you start playing games? Like, what when was the? I don't know. What was your first thing that you liked? Yeah, so I think the way that when I when I was growing up as a kid um, in the like mid '90s, we had a, a NES. I think the reason we got that was because grandparents had gotten it for my dad as like a gift. Like they must have been they must have gotten it like I don't know in the end of the '80s, early '90s, and thought like he would have fun screwing around with that. Which I think like he probably never once played it or played it like i don't ever remember i was too young probably so like he might have played it but quickly would have fallen off and so then you know that was just like our house and we didn't have a ton of games for it but i remember that we had like the original mario yeah and then um you know we had gotten some like some down type games from some cousins of mine and they were mostly bad yeah mostly bad ones so and like that's kind of what we had for a while but i remember playing that and then like there were times as a kid growing up where where we would get new nes cards but it wouldn't be like too frequent because i remember game prices back then being like absurd you know dude it's funny it's funny you bring that up it's because like people think nowadays like oh man games are so expensive like motherfucker there were 64 games that were like a hundred dollars like yeah, straight up like i remember going to toys r us as a little kid i think for a Mega Man game there was a mega man game specifically and i don't know it was like one of those deals where you would walk into toys r us and if they didn't have a, maybe this just was the set back then like you had to get a slip of paper and like take it to the back yeah and then they would exchange that out for the physical game um I remember, I don't know, maybe I paid for that. I mean, it must have been like with some money that I had saved up. But then looking at the other games and thinking like, wow, these games are a hundred bucks. And it's it's pretty wild for a game that's like, looking back on it, probably not good. <laughs> I don't know. All those early Mega Mans are pretty good. Oh, no, no. Yeah, but, Mega Man was fun. But I mean, like, you know, there was a lot of NES games where it was like. Oh, oh just God awful. Or just like so hard. Like the hardest game ever. Insane. Like uh, playing on the Switch now, like playing through like their, you know, their NES and Super Nintendo like backlog stuff that they have on there. It just is a nice refresher to know like. Yeah. Like, like the current sh- games and not old games. <laughs> like shit was hard as hell yeah. back in the day. Um, that's cool. I, I, you know, that's, it's kind of funny. So I'm rocking this NES shirt right now, but um. Mm-hmm. 
that's so weird that you say your dad got it for as a present. So that's literally exactly what happened with my parents. Uh, my aunt uncle, I was a kid, obviously, when the NES came out. And I don't actually, I don't think I was born yet. It came out in 85. So, yeah. Yeah, I think like, I think kind of by the time, you know, when we had it, I think probably the Super Nintendo was out. But I mean, this is like pre-internet and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, I didn't even know about that, I don't think. Yeah. I was like too young to be in some sort of circle where we were discussing video games or anything. So like, I didn't know about like news related to video games. It would probably just be stuff that I saw at, you know, Target or Walmart or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, if, I just, if I didn't see it there, then I didn't know it was a thing. So. Yeah, and I mean, when you're a kid, you're not going to those stores all the time, you know. For yeah, you're going shit. like pretty much never. Yeah, so you never know what's actually happening. Uh, yeah, but I think I, I'm not positive about this, but I'm pretty sure this is the the chain of events that led to this. I know I feel like I have this allergy like in this one nostril. It's fucking me up. God damn it. Anyway. Might have to bust out my my monogrammed hanky. Oh wow, so yeah. fancy! I know has an A on my last. And name you have it middle. on your person right now. Oh yeah, always. always. That and chapstick, always. Yeah, got to. Um, actually, we found these randomly, like a monogrammed hankies at a at a bargain hunt. They were all like with A's, P's, and M's, like a, a big stack of them. So me and Meg were like. Oh, we're gonna Perfect. we're getting these, yeah. Like, why in the fuck not? Why would I get these? Uh, come in handy. So, uh, yeah, hanky hanky cast. That's this show. Uh, no, no. So, What's the material on that handkerchief. Uh, this is probably some cottonish material. How often do you wash it? Oh, all the time. I use it once, and if it's if it gets used, like if I sneeze into it, it's getting thrown in the hamper. That's it. I have a stack of them though. Like eight. Oh, okay. Like, I was wondering, you know, like how, you know, when are you, what's the turnaround time on? Oh, the turnaround time's quick. This is a one okay. use if it gets used. But if I say I don't use it today and I use it, I, like I'll keep it in my pocket for tomorrow. For sure. Yeah, definitely. But like the second it gets used, it's like, all right, well, it's dead at the end of the day. Yeah, I think you're in the sweet spot there. I think you're in the yeah. right. I'm in the right frame of mind. I'm not some like old man that has like a fucking dripping nastiness. Yeah, crusty one. You know, that. <laughs> it's got stains and whatnot. You're not sure if it's pissed or it's not, you know, whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah. I think for my, I was a kid obviously, but my dad, I remember this pretty specifically. Um, my dad got an NES from one of my aunts, like his sister. And it was, I don't know if he got it this like in addition to, but one of the first games I ever remember playing was that gold cartridge Zelda, like the first Legend of Zelda. And I was like, man, this shit is dope. Like, how do you get a gold game? Like, I thought it was so sick. Like, oh, it's a gold game. It's really cool. Whatever. And um, besides that, like first first gaming, I don't think he ever touched it. He maybe touched it once or twice, but um, like I remember playing like random games with him a, a little bit every now and then but um yeah the next thing that happened i think i feel like when i feel when i feel like i, I remember games like my first memory of playing video games is like going to my cousin's house in i think they live in chicago maybe they had an nes and but they had like the the light gun 
for duck yeah. hunt yeah and i was like man this is the coolest shit ever like this like you can like shoot a duck with a gun and i thought it was the coolest shit ever so i and i never got the light gun like ever i don't think when i was a kid but i also had a couple cousins that were like into video games at the time they're way older so whenever we went to like family gatherings or whatever at anybody's house i would be like i'm gonna go with the cousins that are playing like this shit and it would always be like random whatever like street fighter or like mortal Kombat at the time because they were older but and eventually it my nes broke but we had like the games that I remember having are a couple of my favorite. I have Meg got these for me for a present, but I have these NES cartridge coasters. And uh, this one, Super Mario 2, is is one of my favorite games ever. And I'm so happy about the the Switch like class or like back catalog thing because like now I actually I've I've beaten it now, but I don't think without save states, I would have never probably beat that game. Right. Um, but that uh, the first three Mario, so one, two, three Mario two. I don't know if you know about this, but it's like basically a skinned copy of a different game. Yeah, it's, I've heard that before. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. And then the lost levels are the actual Mario two, like that hard ass one. Um, but yeah, I had that, and then NES eventually broke, and I don't think we ever got a new one. But uh, my parents bought me a Sega, and I was like, fuck yeah, Sega is dope. So I had this Sega, and I remember moving. I think we moved. It wasn't until... So we moved to Ohio for a year when I was a kid. I don't remember much of gaming there, except for my NES was still alive there. So maybe it didn't break. Maybe they just left it, which I'd be pissed off if that's the case. I don't know what happened to it, honestly. I was thinking about this before we, we when we talked about making this show. I was like, what happened to my NES as a kid? No idea. So, um, yeah, we moved to Memphis like a year later. My mom hated Ohio. So we moved there. And I remember getting, having a Sega there. And first game I ever beat, like, like finished as a child, was Sonic 2. And not that that's a great game. It's just like... That's the one I remember beating. So I was like, I don't know. I remember like feeling like at that point, like, oh, I actually do like video games. This is awesome. But I don't know. I think I had a few Segas. I think I had one or two Segas. Because one broke and I feel like I had so much shit for it that my parents were like, oh, well, this is going to go to use if we don't buy a new one. But I don't I don't even think it was like a new one. I think it was like we found one. Yeah, someone gave us one. Yeah. I don't know. After NES, though, do you remember anything after that? Like what? Where? Well, I mean, like probably so. I mean, I think probably my two like strong memories of all time of video games would come after um, NES. Like, I remember. Um, I don't think I'll ever forget this. Being in Target, probably around the holidays or whatever, and seeing Mario sixty four for the first time, like. I don't know if they still do this at, at stores like Target and Best Buy and stuff, but, you know, like you used to be able to play it in the store there. They'd have that one set up. I just remember seeing it being like, oh, my God, like, look at this. It's mind-blowing, you know, he's yeah. 3D and stuff. So 
I remember that. And then, uh, so we actually, we went, you know, I never had a super Nintendo or anything like that. We went from the NES and then I think I received or me and my sister received this for at some point. Mm-hmm. And so then I remember like one Christmas, my grandparents had gotten me, uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. And so like that night I went home and like plugged that in and played probably like the first, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, like where you're still stuck in the little tree town or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh wow, this is crazy. Like unbelievable. So those are those are like, and then kind of after 60, after 64, you know, everything just kind of feels like modern video games to me. So it just kind of starts to feel like was a GameCube, was a PlayStation Four. Who cares? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It, being an adult, gaming is way different because like you can kind of just buy what you want, you know. So yeah. I agree. There was a couple moments. Um, so I have a similar um, sixty four moment. Sixty four, I think, is my favorite console ever. By the way, um, Meg just got me a EverDrive sixty four for Christmas. Which do you know, do you know what this thing is? No. So it's a cart um, that has an SD slot in the top, to where you can download ROMs and like uh, game, uh, like new games people are building for sixty four, and like just just load it in and play it on a sixty four. So that thing. So currently, I'm like playing like weird, weird shit that never came out here, or is like you know, there's an Animal Crossing for sixty four that never came out in the U.S. I, did not that. I, I figured GameCube would have probably been the first. Uh-uh. Uh, it's it's so there's that. I'm not playing that, but there's like all sorts of weird shit. Like people are making like new Banjo Kazooie games. There's a, a 64, uh, like I don't know, remix type deal for Mario 64 where you can play as different characters and shit. Like it's, it's crazy, and cool. yeah, it's cool as shit. Um, there's a um, there's a GoldenEye like remix where you can play as Mario characters. I think I haven't played it yet, but there's there's weird shit you can do with it. It's really cool. But anyways, um, I had that same 64 uh, kind of memory with Mario 64. I didn't know it was out. I didn't know it. Of course, it, like I don't think kids today are gonna realize like legit. Like you did not know about this kind of shit. No. <laughs> Unless you were like reading like gaming magazines. Yeah, if you saw that, that was like an occasional source of information too. Yeah. But like there was no oh, let's hop on IGN app and like see the new trailer for whatever. It's not it's not like that. Like you had to like it was word of mouth or like you saw it in like a magazine rack at a grocery store. Like I don't even remember that stuff being in like toy commercials from cartoons. You know, like you would yeah. see or like action figure commercials or board game commercial stuff. But like I don't even think video games really were in that arena. No, no I don't think here. I remember. Yeah, I think there's like there's commercials, but I don't think there was in the U.S. Like I don't remember any, at least. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So the way I found out about sixty four was somebody told me like there was a new Nintendo, and I was like, oh, sick! Like, is my buddy two houses down had a Super Nintendo? and i was like all right cool I'm gonna have to throw that one in the hamper now uh that one's getting washed yeah and um 
he had a Super Nintendo. But um, yeah, there's a new Nintendo console out. I was like, oh, cool. And this kid down, like I live around a corner. So um, the kid down like the other street that my house was on, um, like two houses the other way, his dad got him one and he was like, oh, dude, I have these three games. Like we got these three games for it. Like you should come over and see. And this was one of those families like they had a tri-level house like I did in Bartlett in Memphis and their bottom, the like the bottom level, all of their windows had like dark curtains on them. And they were like one of these families that had like one of those giant fucking TVs, like yeah, the TVs that they sat on the ground because they had like, oh, it's like, an, you know, what they kind of reminded me of now. It's like an arcade cabinet, but like just a TV on the top half. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Then they weigh like, you know, a thousand pounds. And yeah. Stuff. Like you have to get like movers for them. Um, but yeah. It was like one of those things where I, at the time, that's what you, you'd call like a big screen TV. Like, oh, yeah. Homie has a big screen TV. Let's go try to play <laughs> like on if, that. You're, if you're like, you know, if the TV's right here and you're watching from here, you can only see about half of them yeah show is like <laughs> blur as fuck on the sides like you can't sit to the side and play this shit no so he's like oh yeah we should you should come over and play and check it out i was like all right cool um so we go over and he you know flips the button and then the mario 64 screen pops up and like holy shit like on this tv it kind of looked like trash because you know those tvs look like trash but i was like Oh my god! Like this is the coolest thing ever. And Even then, just that intro screen where you can like pull his face around and stuff. Yeah, I, I probably spent hundred hours doing that as a child. That's not yeah. playing the game. That's like the menu. Yeah, it's just yeah. the menu, and you can do it on this on the Switch uh, port, which is kind of cool. Um, so go and check that out, kids. Um, but the other two games were, or I guess he had three other games. I remember playing. Cruising USA on that TV, which was wild. Like you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then um, Pilot Wings, which I didn't have Pilot Wing. I never got Pilot Wings until recently, like for the 64. And I'm like, I love that game. I don't know why. It's not good, but I like it. And uh, fucking oh, Shadows of the Empire, that that uh, Star Wars game. And I'm like, this is like at the time, I'm like, this is as good as a Star Wars movie. Like this is fucking awesome but that game's hard as fuck and the physics are jacked so anyway um besides that the next thing i remember being like a big deal was that um so my my neighbors next to us got like a playstation that christmas and we got a 64 so i was fucking pumped you know um but like a few years later whenever the playstation 2 came out i know they got a playstation 2 and i i don't remember i don't don't even know if i was like aware that it was coming out but they got it right and um one of the first things i remember seeing on the playstation 2 was or that i cared about was seeing grand theft auto 3 and i was like holy shit like what is what is this and like i'm not a huge grand theft auto fan at all 
but like seeing that at the time was like dude you can do anything in this game like there's no limits that's pretty awesome I don't know. Did you have anything after 64 that you were like, holy shit, this is crazy? Um, yeah, I think similarly, I remember seeing Grand Theft Auto 3 for the first time. I didn't get a PlayStation 2 until the Slim had come out. And so around that time, I think kind of motivator for me to get that at all was that San Andreas Grand Theft Auto had come out. And I remember, you know, by that point, I guess probably in high school. And, uh, you know, then gaming websites and stuff did exist so that was kind of like the first game i remember like being in the lead up to the release of that game being kind of like excited about yeah and this thing is going to be crazy look at how big this map is all these different cities you can do all this different stuff Um, yeah yeah which was pretty wild and this is probably another thing where you know people just not i don't think this is how this works maybe it is i mean I don't know how the online stores do it on the consoles, but I got that game at Best Buy or Walmart or whatever. And like there with my mom and the dude was like, you can't purchase this game. Like you're not old enough. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember like turning to my mom going like, can you buy this or whatever? And she was just like, okay, sure. You know? Yeah. Did it. Like had no idea what it was. I would not have cared. I don't think just, but I don't know. Maybe you had to be 18 or something to purchase that game. Like it's it's yeah. pretty wild. I was not at the time. Um, I think I think so. That's kind of like the last. And then it's like you know after that it's like I'll cruise around on the Switch store or whatever PlayStation buy anything and then just be like yes, I'm gonna buy it. And yeah, yeah. It takes the mystique out of the of what it was <laughs> when I was growing up. You know? Yeah, it's a. Uh... <clears throat> man i remember that like people couldn't buy shit i don't know i don't know if you if that's still i'm not sure with the online stores and stuff today I'm i don't sure. know you can go in there and set i'm sure there's plenty of parental control settings on all of them where you can prevent kids from doing it or whatever but yeah i know not, it doesn't come across my radar at all so no i mean why would it but it's like i don't know I, the last time i went to a GameStop, i heard which was like to return something that somebody bought, or I got like a double of something that somebody like bought for me. And uh, so I was returning it and I heard them say to like to some other customer people like, Oh, you know, there's like gore and sex and stuff in this. And they were like, yeah. And they were like, okay, cool. Just letting you know. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Um, the thing I was bringing back, by the way, was a uh, a double. I had two copies of Super Smash for uh, 64, and I was bringing one back. And this, all right. So I didn't. I, I don't think I've ever felt like old playing games until this happened. Uh, so I walk in to return this thing, and I hand the dude the cart. I'm like, hey, I gotta return this. Like, get you know, money or whatever. And the dude behind the counter, who is like our age, goes, oh, is this what the original Super Smash looks like? I've never actually seen it. I was like, what? Like, really? It's not that old. But then I was thinking, I was like, it's like 20 something years old. Like, fuck. Yeah, it's been a while. But 
don't now know. they got the new new smash and it's the smash to end all smashes uh, yeah there shouldn't be I don't, like I, people I, for fighting game tournaments and stuff still like the gamecube one but mm-hmm. yeah i don't really give a fuck about a gamecube honestly i know people like evangelize it but i never had one and the only time i ever played one as a kid it's just weird. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little different. Thank you. So what do you uh what have you been playing lately? Oh, dude. So deep dive into Assassin's Creed Odyssey again. Um, and we got those emails. I don't know if you got one, but got an email from like Sony saying like your most played game of last year or whatever. Yeah. And you know, games you played and blah blah blah. It was definitely that. And I I thought I so I've had it for a few years now, um, digitally on the PS4. And I didn't realize how many hours it actually put into it. But it's yeah. like when I saved it last, like a few days ago, or no, two days ago, yesterday. I don't know. Uh, it was like. 130 something hours that's not so bad i was expecting your number than that yeah but i was like i was tripping i was like wow like that's it's a good chunk of time like <laughs> yeah i almost i don't like that annual report that comes out like, no there's how many hours you spent on this yeah but yeah i'm playing a lot of that i'm trying to trying to play through the dlc of it like I just got, I think I just got done with like the legacy of the first blade stuff, which is, it's pretty cool. Are you like at all close to getting a platinum trophy on that? Oh, I accidentally platinum it the other day. Oh. Um, I thought I, there was a glitch in it. Um, there's this one trophy to where you have to get all of the underwater chests throughout the game. And there's, I looked it up. I've looked it up multiple times, but there's like 40 different spots where you have to pick up something. And a lot of them are like you can get during missions, I think, but or like whatever tasks shit you got to do. And um, apparently there's a glitch in that trophy. So I was like, I thought I couldn't get it. Like I thought the platinum was unattainable. And then I realized when I was like looking, I, was, I don't know what I was doing, but I was like looking at the map and I realized that I hadn't um, gotten like uncovered this one little, little section, but it was like, it was like in a mountainous area and on the mountainous areas of that game on the map, they look kind of like gray anyway. So I was like, oh, and never noticed it in this like hundred hours that I've been playing this game. And so I uncovered that and then that, that pops one trophy. And I was like, oh shit. Realized that I looked at this uh, online guide and never noticed the one the one underwater thing that's actually inside like a continent part. And so I went and I got that and it popped and I was like, holy shit. Like, okay. Like, cool. So but I think like the total trophy list is like uh, you only have to get like sixty percent or something, or fifty percent to platinum it. Like the rest is oh, like, really? yeah, um, the rest is all the other trophies are like um, add-on content and like mm. all this other bullshit. 
but I don't know. That's it's weird because I want to. I, I got this thing called um, Backbone, which I think we talked about it a little bit, but it's this. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and you just slide your phone in there and then hit this button, and then you can play your Xbox or your PlayStation wherever the fuck you are. So. But with it came with three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And so I've been playing uh, a lot of the new Halo. And I played a few minutes of Psychonauts 2. I'm trying to I want to try to get like my time out of that three month like window, you know, pass thing. So I plan on like finishing Halo. I think I'm like 70 percent done with it. So but it's, I'm having fun with it too. I haven't had, I haven't played in a Halo since the first one. So yeah, same here. Yeah, but I'm having fun with it, and Game Pass is the shit. So yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah, go and get Game Pass, especially now. I mean, we're gonna talk about it in a minute, but dude, like Xbox is just gobbling up motherfuckers. Like it's the megalodon yeah. of the <laughs> gaming industry. But uh, I don't know, man. It's besides that. Um, yeah, I'm dabbling in some switch stuff and, uh, dab, I stay turning on the 64 every now and then and shit. I, I, I'm, I'm like playing stuff across all of the things I have hooked up pretty regularly. Like I'll just like turn on something random, but I don't know. Like I, the other day I played, um, this would probably piss some people off that, like the GameCube, but um, <clears throat> I found a bunch of GameCube games at uh, this like thrift store. A bunch of them, like uh, Wave Race, Blue Storm, mm-hmm. uh, Deadly Premonition, which is like a game that costs like ninety dollars in a box. I've got it for like two fifty, um. <laughs> two dollars and fifty cents not two fifty dollars but you know um and like monkey ball some other random shit sure and i and i have a wii hooked up so i was like oh i can play these on the wii i'll just plug uh i'll just get a gamecube controller and plug it into the top and like check these out and um yeah i tried those out whatever like i kind of wish they would make a new wave race for interest in general like I don't know why, but maybe. I, I mean, not like I wouldn't buy it. Maybe <laughs> just just like make one. Like, it was just so good. That was another sixty-four game. I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. What about you? What have you been messing around with? Well, you know, I'd like to be timely, so I've yes. started playing uh, Animal Crossings. New Horizons, you know. Oh God! A full year or two or whatever after it came out. <laughs> yeah, the savior and, uh, of the pandemic. Right. I like yeah. to spit out my pandemic. Uh, <laughs> You're like, oh, this is great. I'll let it. I'll let it. Uh, it's it? steep. And you know what? <laughs> Actually, this is probably the best time to begin this because, like, the community, like when it first came out, um, you know, I'm sure it was very cool to be playing it and talking to all the people, you know, all your friends and stuff who were playing it um and if you're like into online communities for games and stuff that would have been that would have probably been a pretty entertaining time to do it i have no experience with previous animal games whatsoever so 
I don't really know how it stacks up again. But like the nice thing about now, there's people have data mined this thing to death. So like you can find tools for anything, right? So like I don't know how familiar you're, you are with the game, but like you get your predatory the guy who runs your island, you know, Tom Nook or whatever. My understanding is that's the same for every game. And then, uh, you know, you just slowly pay stuff off. And then the whole the game is just like you kind of your own fun, right? There's like aspects of it where it changes month to month. So there's like a museum on your island and you can catch fish and they only come at certain times of the year or whatever. So like, I know a lot of people will time travel. I plan on doing that. I'll probably just kind of like periodically check back in and trying to chip away at the stuff like right now it's like if you want to know when to get fish or where to get fish or when you should turn ups to turn around and sell turn up <laughs> in the game i mean there's like tools you know like how can i get all the flowers how can i do all this like built online tools that you can now go and and it just kind of like do exactly what you need to do so it's even more mindless now probably than it was, you know, a year ago or a year and a half ago, but uh, it's okay, you know, it's okay. Yeah. I got like addicted to Stardew Valley when I was living by myself <laughs> years ago, like maybe five years ago, and I think like ultimately it's probably not as good as that, but it's one of those games, you know. It's it's fun. You, you check off the list if you enjoy like moving furniture around and making a house that looks cool. And, you know, I think there's a lot there for you. And they do offer like a pretty robust, um, like, you know, online marketplace, I guess it's all, free. it's like where people upload designs or whatever. So like, I mean, I have yet to search for something and not find an animal crossing version of it. Jeez. So like, I mean, yeah, it's just, it is, it's cool. Like people just make all kinds of stuff and then you can go look at other people's islands and it's pretty fun, but like there's just some stuff. I mean, like you were saying, they had an Animal Crossing game for 64. I mean, I remember ones for Cube and Wii and stuff and like, it just seems it's mind blowing the like quality of life things in the game that you would think they would have after making a hundred of the games or whatever. It's just like, they just don't have them. Like you pick up a, you can catch like butterflies or something like for example uh like they're, they're doing the seasonal stuff right now and so I, my island is in the northern hemisphere it's winter time and so like snowflakes right and you got to catch snowflakes with your net if you want to build snowflake specific oh. furniture and stuff so every time you catch one of these snowflakes you get the same that pops up and you're like i've probably hundred of them so I've read that same message 500 times, you know, and every time you catch a same message, every time you want to sell some, you got to click through all these things. It's just like, come on, man, killing me here. Yeah. Whatever it would have cost to hire a high school kid or something to just write like <laughs> bad lines of dialogue. Yeah. They should have done that because after reading the same dialogue over and over again, like I'll take <laughs> maybe, maybe that's how they do it they're they're doing these new versions it's like they, they just wear you down to where you're just like oh whatever like, like i do not care so yeah. um and so like that it's like to the detriment of the game too because i'm like i'm just hitting the controller like yeah 
as fast as I can. And then like every once in a while, something will change and I've missed it entirely. You know what I mean? I'll be like, oh, I don't know Shit. what this person is trying to communicate to me. Because <laughs> they like, they dole out new features very slowly. Yeah. Uh, and then like somebody will just tell you about it mid-conversation. It's like, oh, I've missed it because I was trying to avoid having the same conversation with you that I've <laughs> times already. So yeah. that's kind of what we've been up to. I also got, um, I like that. Uh, especially on switch, especially now, um, at this point in my playing life, I guess, like, I always like to find like just fun, quick, dumb, simple games like overcooked or, you know, it's like, it's two buttons, 15 minutes to play like that kind of stuff. And so have you, have you played wind jammers, wind jammers? So there's a game on, no, it came out. I forget when it came. I know it was free for PlayStation Four. That is exactly like Windjammers, but I've never played Windjammers. So I just got Windjammers Two on Switch under the impression, just from looking at videos of it and stuff in the little marketplace, like this looks like a game that should be easy. And to a certain extent, I suppose it is. Right? It's kind of like Pong. You like throw a frisbee back and forth, and you try to get it past the other person in the goal. Yeah. Like, you know, like in like kind of games like that, where it'll be like the control screen and it'll be like, you know, and it'll kind of dole it out one move at a time. It'll be like, you move around the left and then yeah. you, you do this. It's like, I was clicking through that and it just like would not end. There's like a thousand different things you can do in there. And so yeah. then I started to play it and I was like, ah, this is seemingly a little more like competitive than I would have liked. Like I was just looking for something a little more mindless. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it kind of has a, a little more pizzazz to it so for the online community they can really but i'm sure seeing two people play it that are really good game would be entertaining but like me playing with my wife you know it's just kind of like <laughs> we're, we're pretty bad at it but you know it has its fun there's some yeah, there's yeah. Some, I, I enjoy i enjoy shit like that so the game i'm thinking about is called disc jam and okay. it's it's basically wing jammers but you should look it up it's it's a lot of fun honestly yeah so uh, me and Drew got think, pretty hooked on it for a while. <laughs> I think Windjammers too has got some, has got some. There's some mileage to be had there, you know. It's just, uh, it's not maybe quite as, as intuitive when you first pick it up. Yeah, I would have thought or would have hoped. That makes sense. Anything else? You no, know no. else we tried so like uh, we got this another Switch game. That's like kind of all I've been playing. Like, I haven't played my PlayStation in a while. Um, we got another one called I think it's called Wingspan. It's a it's like a board game. It's a very popular board game, I suppose. I so we got it, that. and like it, like it looks like a board game. I mean, like I, I tried a couple of years ago to play like an actual physical board game version of uh, Gloomhaven. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I've heard of it. I'm looking yeah, at the thing so you're like, looking at now, or this game now. So like Gloomhaven, I think is another game where they've turned it. In there's video game versions of it. I think I, I'm almost positive it's on PlayStation, but uh, yeah, like playing the board game version of it, it's I hated it. It was like there's five million tiles and pieces, yeah, and cards, and it's just like after a while, I was like, man, this sucks. Like I don't want to play Gloomhaven in real life. You know, like, I haven't yeah. tried the version, but the idea of it, I guess, is kind of nice, right? It's like I don't have to do any of the scorekeeping or follow any of the rules. Right? The game is going to do all for me yeah and so it'll kind of take a lot of the like tedium out of it so i don't know i've never played this wingspan uh 
game in real life. Yeah. The video game yeah. version of it's it's kind of nice, I guess, because it'll do all that kind of stuff. I don't really know what the different games are. I just played it the first time yesterday, but like if you're really into board games, it seems fun. If you're really into birds, it seems also good. I mean, that's like only <laughs> partly sarcastic. Like it's got some cool looking bird art. And I think like it's got all like the calls. It's like whenever you play birds, it gives you facts about birds. So no. you're you're not making a good case for this for me <laughs> um, it is it is a funky it is a funky no for sure I, i've only played one round so like i'm not really not really sure that i'm uh qualified to say that i could win any wingspan matches or whatever but i did <laughs> i did beat the tutorial so. okay yeah okay okay so uh i think we should just do just to close this thing out we should do are like two second reaction of two different things. Um, first one is Xbox buying Blizzard Activision. What do you think? Uh, I loved Diablo 3. And I don't have an Xbox. Um, the last Xbox I owned was 360. But, I, you know, so I have a launch PS4 and and a switch too yeah you know like that's what i'm working on so eventually i'm going to be making a, a purchase to get into this newest generation of consoles um and i gotta say like all the stuff that, that microsoft is doing and i think like trying to specifically separate those brands i'm not really sure why but everything that microsoft and xbox are, are doing is it makes it a difficult case not to not to choose them um, i think that's very cool that's a huge gap for them and then if they can if they're going to make it so those games are exclusive to their consoles i think it's gonna yeah i think so there's been like a whole bunch of um internal like nasty nasty shit happening at uh, activision blizzard so i'm glad that those employees are going to have like a better support system with uh, Xbox and Phil Spencer because Phil Spencer seems like the like the fucking man like he's the dude so I'm glad that that's gonna happen for them but yeah I mean I, I hope they bring back like weird shit like I hope like you're just talking about board games I hope they bring back like point and click shit like the original like Warcraft for Switch or something or I don't know I think that would be fun but like with with them owning all those licenses and shit and you know I, the thing i keep hearing about people say about this is like oh they'll probably put some kind of version of world of warcraft or starcraft or all that stuff like on consoles or phones or whatever to try to like build it out because right. you know xbox is just in the game pass um business now they don't give a fuck about anything else so the more people they can get on that subscription service that's where they're going they're going like most of the you were talking about you don't have an xbox like the funny thing about that is a lot of the stuff for like game pass you can play through the cloud so if you had like a backbone you can just play it on your phone which is crazy you know but I think um, my initial uh, opinion about it is like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like, good for them. I hope, I hope, like, I'm not really like a big Blizzard fan, but like, 
I hope that that blizzard, like, I feel like it was like, huge, huge, like a decade ago, you know? Yeah. Like you couldn't talk about video games without talking about like some blizzard bullshit. Like people like literally losing their jobs and stuff and playing World of Warcraft and whatnot. Like I, I kind of hope that they go back to that. Like I want people to start losing <laughs> their jobs for that. So, um, yeah, that's my opinion with that. But you you make a good point, man. Like with Game Pass and we'll see what, you know, apparently PlayStation's building something or Sony's building something that's supposed to like be their... Um, I don't know. Uh, what is it called? Like their version of Game Pass. This thing called Project Spartacus. We'll see how that works out. But oh, I don't even know about it. Yeah, so we'll see how that works out. But I don't think they got any. There's nowhere to compete. Like honestly, I mean, their their <laughs> first party games are like the the shit. But sure. I don't know, man. You got you know, Xbox has got some hitters now. You know, definitely. Yeah, I mean they fucking bought. Uh, they have Doom. Like Doom is their game now. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. And those those most Doom games are fun. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Like, as long as we like Xbox and Nintendo keep playing nice. Like we just got Banjo Kazooie on the Switch uh, expansion pack uh, subscription thing. That's fucking cool because you know they're owned by Rare, so. I don't know. That's pretty cool with that. I think, but all in all, I think it's going to, you know, good competition. Let's, let's keep doing it. You know, maybe get Sony out of that sweet spot and they actually start trying again. Like do cool right. shit. You know? Um, and I, you just told me that before we started recording that you don't know shit about this, but PlayStation VR too. Uh, I kind of wanted a VR, like the PlayStation VR. I only played it one time. I played it. This was had to be whenever it was, it came out, they like did this tour where they were going to Best Buy's and you could like sign up for a time slot and then I remember this yeah. play VR. And I was like, Oh, cool. VR was still pretty newish, like on the console world. And I was like, I'm going to go play this and I'm going to see what it's about. So I did it. I found like a game, a Best Buy near me in Pasadena and um, signed up for a time and like went and played it. And I, and like immediately after I called Drew and I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like yeah. crazy. And PlayStation VR one, the first one is not that good. But at the time, like the first time you play that, I think the thing I played was like Tetris effect or something. And I was like, this is fucking nuts. Like, uh, I want this. This is so cool. So I'm very excited to see what it is. I don't think they've ever actually. Yeah, I mean, also, yet. too, you got to keep in mind with VR stuff. It's like, you know, your other option is you need to have, it's pretty cost prohibitive, right? If you don't, yeah. like PlayStation is kind of a more affordable way to get into the whole VR scene, I guess, right? Because the that you would need to, really truly run the other vr options i mean i don't yeah. have that computer you know and like getting those types of components to control computers now or whatever can be very difficult yeah i mean that's i do think that you know vr could be a thing for sony if they could 
you know how like Nintendo kind of hangs its hat or, or has the reputation of being a little kind of different from the other guys, right? I mean, this could be a way for Sony to kind of have something that kind of separates them too in a little bit of a unique way. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only thing that's like, and I think that the competitor, the real competitor is like the Quest 2. Like the Oculus Quest 2. Because that shit is, there's no cords and it's just like, if you want to, I don't even, they have like an online store, like stuff like that. It's, I've played that one time and it's incredible. Like, yeah, I've played the original Quest. Me too. That's the one I played. I didn't play the Quest 2 yet, but like playing with no cords, just sitting down is like, it's crazy. You know, watching Netflix in those things. It's, I've never, dude, it's so cool. It's so cool. But uh, it like puts you in a theater, which is, it's, it's incredible. So I agree. If they can like kind of come at it like that, I think they, that that'll be their, you know, their thing that they have different from everybody else. Now, if Nintendo comes out <clears throat> with this like supposed switch to or revision or whatever the fuck eventually, and it's like a 4K beast to like the Steam Deck, but with Nintendo stuff on it, then. I mean, the, the Switch is already the best-selling thing in a long time. Like, if they came out with something like that, I don't know, man. Crazy shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You got anything else to dr- drop bombs on on this? No, man. I think that's pretty much taps my my knowledge <laughs> of current video games at the moment. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like this, and you know, thanks for sticking around, but. Uh, like this go and check out all the other quick sixer stuff uh all of our shows subscribe hit the likes and whatever you gotta do but it's been you boys (laughs) bad connor We'll, we'll talk to you next time